Welcome to a new episode of the Declutter Me podcast with myself, Shalina. I hope you're well wherever you are in the world. This week, I'm going to be talking about maids. Um, you might call them cleaners or housekeepers. In this region, we talk call them maids. So that's what I'm going to be talking about and referring to today. A lot of people have maids in full-time or part-time basis in this region. And it's also very common in Asia and Africa. The concept of having a maid or a cleaner or a house group, a keeper is growing as well again in the Western world. When you have a busy household, you're working, you have kids, you need someone there to help you with cleaning and organizing your house. Um, so it, it makes sense to have um, a maid. I have a part-time maid who comes to clean my house for a few hours every week. It means that I can focus on doing other things. You know, either I'm working or I'm doing my admin if I am at home. But she can get on with doing the stuff and ironing my clothes, which is amazing. Um, so it means that I am not worrying about having to clean my house. Um, you know, if you have a plumbing issue, you call a plumber in. If you have a cleaning issue, you get a cleaner in. And that's what my, you know, I think is a value of having them. Often people hire full-time maids to live with them in their homes and to do various chores. The expectation is that, is that these maids will come in and automatically know how to clean the house as you expect to cook the dishes as you like, and to look after your kids, eating only healthy snacks and sleeping at certain times. But this is not reality, and reality is a big crash for a lot of people. So, you know, you need to remember various things while working with maids and when getting maids to come into your house. A key thing I have to tell you from the start is to remember that common sense is not common. It's a learned skill. To assume that your maid will have common sense and do something sensibly that would, that would just result in frustration. A lot of maids come from impoverished backgrounds and have not seen a lot of things that they will now see in your home. They will not understand how to use certain items, understand why there might be wastage from you guys, not understand why, what items are and how to use them. And they won't know how to use a fancy leader mob. So this all has to be shown to them. And, and like most people, they have not learned how to be organized. So most people are not born with the gift like I have. So they might find it overwhelming if you tell them, you know, from the get-go to go into your kitchen or into your closet, take everything out and organize it. It's just not feasible. So you have to take baby steps or, you know, get help, like calling a professional organizer like me. So. I have worked with a lot of maids and I thought it would be great to give you my tips and tricks on how to work with them, how to get them to get into organizing, into cleaning. There are a small minority that are amazing. They've learned already from other houses. They're eager to learn um, about how to be organized, how to clean, how to look after a house. And they're the amazing ones. They're the ones that will eventually become house managers for big houses and just have these amazing skills. Like, you know, they are born to be in these kind of roles. There are a few that will just get on with the job and understand that this is a job, that they are an employee and that they're getting paid to do this and will get on board with learning how to clean and learning how to be organized. But then there is a big majority from my experience that are plain lazy and that 
or they're just not intellectually capable of doing more than the basics. Who you hire is potluck often. Getting them trained can be an uphill struggle. If you luck out and get someone willing to learn and grow themselves, then hooray! If you have one who is lazy or just doing this job to find a rich husband, then all I can say is good luck. But we want to talk about the ones who are willing to learn and to get, you know, to clean the house, to get organized, to make sure that your house is amazing all the time. So when you bring them in, firstly, create a cleaning and organizing schedule for them. You can find a lot of them online. You know, there's mummy blogs. Um, organizers have these blogs with cleaning schedules. You can sign up for a newsletter or pay something for it. Um, change it to suit your needs and your household. If you like having different colored cloths for different bedrooms or rooms or bathrooms, different brooms, different mops, then specify that in your schedule. If your maid is sick or on holiday, then you need systems in place so that it's easy for someone to take over from them. Um, so if there are written schedules, if you know everything is labeled properly, it's easy for another person to come in and take over. And it will make the process easier for you and for them. Specify the do's and don'ts from the start. If there is an area or an item that you don't want them to touch, make sure you're clear about it from the start. If you're pedantic about certain areas, make sure you're clear about that as well. If you want certain areas cleaned regularly and checked, then make that very clean, uh, very clear even. I am very clear about my bathroom. I like it to be very clean, very super, you know, clean, organized, no marks. And, you know, so that is a key thing which my maid is very aware of. When you're organizing star, uh, spaces, First, start with a cleaning station because that's a good place for them to start with because that's going to be their main uh, hub. That's where they're going to go to most of the time. So get them to take out anything that's old, expired, not used, smells funky. Even those old vests that have been torn up into cloths, check them out, you know, because they do get, you know, smelly and moldy. Put current stock that's being used into a cleaning caddy. So you can get some great ones online or in home stores or in Ikea. And then any overstock should be in another box and then another box for, you know, cleaning products that are not used often, but are needed every so often. There shouldn't be too much overstock because as I say all the time about bulk buying, there is no need to bulk buy, especially cleaning products. You can buy new items and receive them the next day, or you can go to a supermarket because there's shops and supermarkets literally around the corner everywhere. So, and unless you live in Timbuktu or live in like the middle of the desert and there's not that many shops but make a list of what is to be used in what area how much stock should be in the house and make that an easy reference so you could put that on a whiteboard you could put it on an app as well so if you have something like tick tick like i have you can share that with them so that they can then you know um see uh, add to it and see what needs to be done if you have a lot of rooms which are disorganized, I would recommend calling in a professional organizer like myself to start afresh in your home. Get your maid to be with the organizer during the process so that they learn why it's happening and they don't feel that it's an opportunity to be told off about being rubbish at organizing or it's to say that they're going to get fired. This is happening to help them and to help you. 
And I often say that to the maids, you know, they're re- they can be very abrupt and very rude to me when I come in. I've had once a, a cook threaten me with a knife because she thought I was coming in to tell her that she was rubbish at her job. Um, she was rubbish at organizing a kitchen, but she might have been a good cook. But, you know, I had to diffuse that situation and teach them that this is going to be a great thing for them and a great thing for you. And they're going to learn um, an amazing skill that they can use moving forward. Um, so that's why it's happening. And you teach them as well how to declutter and how to organize and categorize. Um, with decluttering, especially in kitchens, you teach them how to look at expiry dates and to remove items and not keep things just because it's, you know, even though it's expired, you know, they think it'll be a waste to throw it away. If it's expired and it hasn't been used, then you have to explain to the client that, or to your employer that they had just bought things and it's a waste. You know, people buy certain items and they go, oh yeah, that would be nice to try. And then they never try it. So tell that to your, you know, the maids have to tell that to you and to the employer that you're buying things and it's a waste. So this is a good time to do that. Um, it's also a good time for an organizer to suss if the maid is willing to learn and will be a great asset to your home or incredibly surly and lazy and be a lost cause. No one wants an employee that doesn't want to work. So having a third party like an organizer review their attitude and their behavior and their work ethic is good for your home and good for them as well. Um, I have often found, you know, maids that are just lazy and surly They'll walk away when they should be working with me. I'll get them to do things. And I'm the lawyer in me comes out, you know, the strict lawyer kind of going, you know, stop behaving like a Muppet and get on with it. And, you know, quite often they get it. I'll explain it to them and I'll get them to do it and I'll make it as fun as possible. And then eventually they'll be like, right, you're right. Yeah, this can be good. This isn't the worst thing in the world. Sometimes it's a lost cause, I have to say. Sometimes I've just worked with clients, you know, and with maids and just gone, I give up. Like even if I can't even get them to do anything, then there's just no hope for the house. Um, if you don't want to use an organizer um, or, you know, you haven't got the, the budget or the time, um, but you have a maid, get them to organize by doing a mini declutter. So get them to do um, one cupboard, one shelf, decluttering everything and then categorizing and then organizing. Don't buy any products like boxes until everything has been decluttered and organized and then put into sections. Um, You know, it's a waste of money and often you'll find that the boxes are wrong as well. So make sure that they do everything first and then you can organize and label the items. Um, When they're categorizing, make sure they categorize, you know, like for like. So all the snacks together, all the pasta together, tin goods, if they're doing closet, all the shirts together, all the tops, all the dresses, you know, things like that. And from the get-go, explain to them that nothing should be left in bags or boxes. So everything that comes into your house should be emptied and put away in their place. A pet peeve for myself and my clients is finding carrier bags that have been tied up and they're filled with random stuff hidden in cupboards or filled with food that's not been emptied out in the kitchen and has just ended up expiring. If they don't know where to put an item, ask. they have to ask you or your family. Nothing should be hidden away in a dark cupboard. 
When you declutter an item, it has to leave the house. So often maids will take declutter items because they think it's a waste and they think it's terrible that you're throwing away something that might be a few hundred dirhams or pounds or dollars. Um, and they say they're going to take it, uh, send it home in a box or in their suitcase, or they keep it in their small rooms. This means that they have clutter in their rooms or are sending clutter to their homes uh, back where they come from. If they love the item and it's going to be useful for them, yes, keep it. I am all for that. I am all for repurposing, reusing, and somebody else getting use of it. But if they're just keeping it for the sake of keeping it, then it's hoarding. And I don't think it's good for them. And I often see cluttered maids rooms and I've been asked to organize maids rooms and clutter because they just like taking things from their clients. Sometimes without asking, but that's another thing. Um, And they often have this mentality that it's a waste that items are being decluttered, but it's your stuff and you can declutter what you want to declutter. Nothing you remove should be burrowed away in your home once it's been decluttered because they like doing that as well and hiding it into cupboards and going, no, 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 this is wrong that they're decluttering it. I'm not going to allow that. It's your stuff. You tell them what happens to your stuff not the other way around. Now we're talking about kind of the negatives, but I want to talk about the positives as well. So sometimes, you know, there there are some maids that, you know, come up with amazing ideas about how to declutter, how to organize, how to clean. They'll say, this should happen. You should get this, you know, let them give you their ideas. It could result in a better result, you know. I have, um, my maids have advised me on things, you know, to clean on my house and they've been spot on. Um, Also do a regular review with your maids, you know, and check areas that need extra attention and make a a note about them in your schedule, amend the schedule if it needs to be. Um, But doing this review and taking their ideas builds rapport, builds the atmosphere, you know, the good atmosphere in the house as well. And you want that in your house. You want a good atmosphere. Finally, have patience with them. As I said before, what they're required to do for your home is often something that they've not had to do before. They have to learn the skills to clean and organize. Building a habit takes 30 days and they need that amount of time or even a bit more to get to the standard that you required. So both of you should have patience with each other. So that's my top tips today to get your maids to be organized. I hope you found it useful. If you did, let me know. It would be wonderful if you left a review in your podcast player that you're listening to. Um, also, if you loved it and you know someone who's going, you know, has a maid and needs help with getting them to be organized, share this with them and let me know um, what they think about the podcast as well. Thank you for listening as always. Tune in next week for the new episode and take care. Bye.